Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Julie Brain Lady Anderson, and you are here with us on the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire podcast, a also radio show. I I am excited to be here with for with another great interview, a great story on this one. I can't wait to hear hear uh, Christian explain and kind of give us a little bit of her background. But before we get started, I want to always remind everybody, as I do every week, hang on till the end of the program, because that is when we talk about how you can stay connected with our guest today and how you can reach out to her if you have questions and or just follow her on the social links or however is best to do that. That is what always happens towards the end of the show. And that is also when I explain how you can do more and be more and be more involved with women entrepreneurs extraordinaire or with the brain lady speaks radio show either one of those so stay on till the end and we'll have some great information for you then now let's get right into the show we are talking about how to curate your happy challenge the how to curate your happy challenge Kind of interesting background here. Our guest today is Christian Ross, and let me read to you a little bit about her background. Christian is a managing director for Engel and Volkers and and creator of the Curate Your Happy Challenge. And she knows firsthand what it takes to live your best life, even during times of stress. Okay, can can any of us relate to times of stress with this last year, right? So how can we live our best life? Our, that is exactly what we want advice on now. Christian is one of Atlanta's most recog- respected and recognized top-selling brokers who has flourished into an inter- who has flourished into an international client base expanding through Europe, South America, Israel, Canada, and Australia. Wow. Truly international. Her success, which has landed her in the, on the Atlanta, Atlanta Realtors Association Board of Directors as Vice President and the President of the International Real, Real Estate Federation, is driven by her equal devotion to her career and personal life, which helps her to maintain a positive mindset. Boy, this is something that we can really, really use in this particular time and place. Christian, welcome to the show today. Thank you so much for having me. This is such a delight. It's such a delight to hear uh, not just a, a successful woman who has built her business and, and grown as an entrepreneur. Our entrepreneurs love hearing the stories and picking up bits of wisdom on how they can duplicate that success. But it's also, I love the fact that you're not, It's you're more than just your real estate persona, you have this curate your happy challenge that you have created. And we're going to talk about that some today. But first, I always like to ask people, how did you get to where you were at? I was reading a little bit on your website, by the way, her website is I am Christian Ross.com. And when you when I was reading on there, you take take through a little bit of your background and how you actually started out wanting to be a 
publicist. So tell us kind of how you wound up where you're at today with your business. Yeah, well, I um, thank you again for having me. I really loved journalism, and I thought that was the path I was going to go on. And and then I was I went to college, and um, it was a journalism and PR major, and I really loved the PR side because I felt like it was telling stories in a different way because it could be for the government, and that was honestly my my track was government PR. I was thinking I love politics. I do not love it now. It's just changed so much. But um, I love politics. I love the fact that it was kind of how the people could take charge of their communities. And especially now thinking about real estate, that's what it is. It's helping people build communities. So um, I had a good friend. I was in radio sales after college probably for about two years or a year and a half, two years. And, And he said, I have a friend looking for an assistant in real estate. You should really talk to him. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. And I had a conversation, and I ended up quitting my job. And I actually had no idea that this would become my passion. And it it completely satisfies, I feel like, so many different realms of my brain. You know, as as women, a lot of times we have all these tabs open like a computer in our brain. And I feel like real estate just really satisfies all of them for me. Awesome. Awesome. Now, you didn't just dive into real estate to – to just be so-so, I mean, based on your your bio here, you have been quite successful in real estate. What what has helped you to, because as we're reading through this, you managed to be very successful during the real estate bubble that, you know, that kind of oh. caused a lot of issues. Tell us what, what kept you, what gave you the um, stamina to work through this very difficult time in real estate, uh, what was it? It'd be, what, a decade or so ago, a little bit more than that? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was definitely, you know, whenever we're up against a wall, we always have to look for that light at the end of the tunnel. We always have to look at where can I go, what can I do. We have to look for answers. And it's just, it's just crazy because I said, let me do a video telling people that, our city is on sale right now. Our city's on sale. Um, like the prices are super low. And if people are looking at, at investing, they should look at Atlanta. And um, I made this video. And again, start where you are. I had a piece of paper. I just had the idea. I wrote it down. Uh, back in the day, it was a flip camera, I think it was. I don't even know. Um, I could have used my cell phone. But I had that, and I wrote it down. The sun was in my eyes. It is the worst video in the absolute world. Um, <laughs> but it brought me clients from across the world, literally, that saw the video and were like, well, wait a minute. What, what, is, what is she talking about? And a lot of people who hadn't heard of Atlanta. So it really helped me spin my business to um, an area which I love, which is, I mean, we all love travel. We all love seeing different cultures and experiencing different cultures, but I really enjoyed that. So it helped bridge that for me, but also I gained clientele, which meant that I could stay in the business that I love since I was at the same time helping friends and, you know, clients who were losing homes left and right, you know, who couldn't pay their mortgage. So at the time that this was a depressing time for a lot of people, that was my silver lining was being able to help my people move on 
to whatever they needed, whether it was clients or friends, and then being able to branch out to a completely new niche of business, which was international, and really helping them understand um, what something was like in their country and comparing it to real estate here and helping them make investments. That's awesome. And, you know, I think you hit on a really good lesson that all of the listeners can take away as entrepreneurs. You just dove in and and did the video. And what what transpired after, it wasn't necessarily the, you know, the quality video with the, the, the ring light and the, you know, and the... Definitely the, no ring light. <laughs> right, right. And yet... Right now in this day and age, and I, I have to admit I'm very guilty of this as well, is that video is video is so important if you are an entrepreneur, being able to, whether it's a short video on Reels or on Instagram, I mean, there, this is really so important to get yourself out there and to be seen that your message, what I would be taking away is just do it. Don't wait for the perfect circumstances, do just do it. Right. That's definitely completely. And I, and I have to say too, one of the things is that now because we're in this polished society of, Oh, I have to do the photographer and get pictures taken. And I have to do this. And I have to do that. I have to remind myself to go back to that place where I just did it. And we have yeah. to do that. We have to keep reminding ourselves, just, just do it. I, I can't stand hearing my voice on video. Just do it. <laughs> yep. I agree. I agree. I I think one of my one of my videos that got the most hits was one when I just threw on no makeup. I just threw on my hat, my you know cowboy hat, as I walked out to feed the horses. <laughs> and it was my my walk to feed the horses was the you know the name of the video. And I looked. You would never. I mean, I, I certainly wasn't going out for a night on the town. But it got tons <laughs> of views and tons of interaction. And I think that realism sometimes is what people like the most. Yeah, I think especially too now because everything is so polished. So when you're when you're showing a vulnerability, when you're showing yourself just being who you are, you're actually, you don't realize it, but it's almost like you're giving someone permission to do the same. I love it. So let's talk about this Curate Your Happy Challenge. What is this Curate Your Happy Challenge, and why was it important to create this for other women? Yeah, so for me, a lot of people say, and I'm smiling as I say this, but a lot of people say, Christian, you're always so happy. And I'm like, am I? I mean, it's a choice every day. It's a choice to, you know, get knocked down and still say, hey, I've, I've got my fingers on my toes. I have a roof over my head. And just, you know, really anchor yourself in gratitude and the realization of, of what you have. And I wanted to, to create that because of the fact that we have all these things coming at us. And even especially to God bless all the mothers out there that are raising young girls and young men. There's so many things coming at them that we know the difference being older of the choices you can have. And the fact that, you know, even though it doesn't feel like at high school doesn't last forever and all these different lessons because we were able to disconnect and kids just don't have that opportunity. Like this is a completely different world. So not only are parents parenting in such unfamiliar territory, um, but kids are growing up in this unfamiliar territory. So I think just the ability as 
a person just to anchor yourself in what you know and who you are, who you want to be, and go forward. It's just a reminder to remember yourself and to anchor yourself. And that's why I created it, because I just feel like we just need an anchor. There's so much coming at us. So what is, tell us, what is that Curate Your Happy Challenge? Like what, is that a product? Is it a service? Is it a blog? Tell us what that's about. So it's on the blog. It's on curateyourhappy.com or you go to iamkristenroth.com and you go on there, you sign up for the challenge and you'll get a video every day for seven days. So it's a seven day challenge. And in the challenge, you are completing something to, you're completing activity in order to just really anchor yourself. Like whether it's a playlist or whether it's writing something down. And I actually received a note from someone who did the challenge in December who came back and said, oh, my gosh, Christian, I actually achieved. I know you said don't open a letter for six months, but I actually achieved this faster, and I think I, like, I know I was more mindful because of the challenge. Um, so it's truly that. It is an online challenge for you to go in and, and commit to yourself for these seven days through activities. I love it. What a creative, what a creative idea. And right now something that would is would be timely for all the listeners to jump into. There's just there's so much flux going on in our lives in the world with um coming out of this this quarantine and only part coming out but not all the way depending on what state you live in or what part of the world you live in. Uh, travel, you know, all these different things. There's still a lot of stresses and anxieties. So this is something that is, it's, it's a really good, it sounds like an awesome tool to help kind of shift that mindset and, and really, you know, learn how to create it for yourself, right? Yeah. And, and just creating, you know, I use the word anchor a lot because we just have to be grounded in who we are, no matter what is going on around us, we have to remain grounded. And I mean, it's, it's truly a mental health self-care action to, to make sure that you are just growing within yourself and loving yourself. I love it. So what are the best ways to create goals that you can actually keep? Because we always hear, write down your goals, you know, do, you have to have a goal. How can you do one that, what's the best way to create a goal that you're, that's tangible, that you can actually reach so that you don't suffer that, those negative emotions that hit you when you, when it's out of reach? Yeah. Um, I definitely, so I am a to-do list fanatic. Um, it could be a problem. And um, <laughs> I love to write down to-dos. Um, I personally love the any, I think it's any.do app um, because I can take what I've written down for my goals, but then I can make sure that I get a reminder because how many times do we have things written down, but if you don't have that reminder telling you to do something, then it's gone. So I like, I like to use that app, but I definitely use things on my calendar. Um, I use the Gmail calendar. The, the, I really don't use the Gmail task, but if you don't want to get a separate app, then use the Google task if you have a Gmail account. But just make sure that you are adding something to your list every week that you are achieving to your goal. And then make sure you're setting a reminder to add the next thing that you need to do for your goal to your list. Because it's great to do the one thing, but you also need a reminder to keep doing that, to keep adding to your list for that week. So 
um, for, for me, goal setting is just so important. And, and even if I don't hit it, um, it's, I've either come really close or I've exceeded, whatever the situation is, um, you learn something about yourself and you learn how you can be better in the process next time of hitting that goal. But we, we have to, I think one of the biggest things is, too, we have to show ourselves grace in, in goal setting, too, because we can be overachievers. I love that. I love that. I'm, I'm writing down. I always take notes during that. <laughs> During these interviews, because I learn so much from them, I benefit so much. So now, why is it important to lean on a support system? I'm assuming that you have one. Uh, what does that look like, and why is it important that individuals, especially entrepreneurs, keeping in mind our audience, you know, dynamic female entrepreneurs that are out there building their empire, and at the same time being mom or a school teacher at this point in time, or, or whatever. Why is it, it, from your perspective, why is, it, why is it so important to have a support system and then use it? Yeah, we have to let any ego, any pride, we have to release it, and we have to lean on people. People who have shown that they care about us, that they're here for us, that they support us, they've supported our businesses, we, we definitely have to lean in for their support. So, I personally think with support systems, you know, make sure you have several because the reality is sometimes you can't talk to, talk to everyone about everything. So maybe, you know, there's that certain person that you can talk to about your marriage that's not judgmental. <laughs> you know, maybe there's that certain group that are female entrepreneurs. They get it. They understand what it's like to do fulfillment and marketing and operations and be that one person who's doing it all or who's now learning to scale their business and can help you understand, hey, I use this. Oh, what are you doing for this? So make sure whatever, you know, whatever group that you can find for that particular area of your life, it's fine to have multiple support systems. I know I do. I have, like, my friends group. I have my real estate group. When I'm talking about, you know, appraisals coming in lower or whatever I can talk to, and then I'm um, also working on a startup, so I have a whole other group that I can talk to just about startup life in another realm. So um, use your groups and, and lean in on them, and then just make sure, too, that it's a two-way street, and you're checking in with them. And, again, everything on your calendar. I know for me, if it's not on my calendar, it literally does not exist. So, you know, put in, yeah, like check in, check in with Barbara. Check in, you know, with whoever. Like make sure you put those check-ins even if it's quarterly, since you just know that, like, at least you, you are reaching out to love on them. I love that. I, I do the same thing. I have these little alarms, call so-and-so. <laughs> I, and the sad thing is, it, or the real, I should say the reality of it is we know it's not that we don't care because we do care. But if we yeah. don't, our minds get so busy and they're just, we're just running on, you know, fast all the time. If we don't have those reminders in there, weeks can go by and we don't realize it's been weeks since we reached out. So I love that. And I want to also mention, I, I really appreciate what you said about letting go of pride. When you're reaching out to your support system, realizing that it's, it, it, it's, 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 it can sometimes be our pride that's stopping us as opposed to not yeah. wanting to bother people, right? We say it's not wanting to bother people, but that little voice inside of us says, no, I can handle it all myself. Uh-huh. 
right? Right? No, I totally agree. Because it's like you have to, it's it's like reining yourself in, you know, because the reality is you're, you can tell yourself one thing, but, you know, it's like, oh, I don't, that's too personal. I don't want to share that, you know, or, or no, I, she, she would probably believe that I don't, that I don't know that. And we have to remember, it's okay not to know things. We don't know everything. And we mm-hmm. can always learn from other people. Yeah, I, I love that. Okay, so we know you are this dynamic uh, businesswoman, entrepreneur who's, who's built not just your real estate empire, but also this, this side hustle of, of the happiness project or the curate your own happiness. Um, tell us, how do you, how do you keep it all balanced? Like, I'm sure you have personal relationships. Do you, you know, do you have kids? How do you keep that? What are some tips for managing work-life balance? Because I always talk about as an entrepreneur, a coach for entrepreneurs, there's almost an integration that you have to do when you're an entrepreneur. It's, it's not like you punch the time clock out at five o'clock, right? It, yeah. it keeps going. <laughs> what are some of your tips to keep that, keep a balance in there? So for the balance, I, again, you rely on my calendar a lot um, to, and I think it's crazy to think you have to put on your calendar to take care of yourself. But um, sometimes I do. I'm like, I'll, I'll put, read a book. <laughs> or, you know, or I'll put, um, schedule a massage. And mm. so my husband and I will be married for 15 years this year. We don't have any children. And, um, and, you know, I give all the kudos in the world to the mamas and papas out there who not only this past year, who are just, you know, raising human beings, God bless you. Um, and for the moms in my support group, which actually all of them are moms except for one, um, one of the things when we're just talking, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, maybe you need to create a little, um, you know, your little area in the house. I don't care if it's a closet because that's the one thing I've noticed, too, as I'm selling homes this year versus last year is that a lot of the women have been like, I need my own area. And I have never heard that before from women. I always hear it from the men, but I've never heard it from women and especially so adamantly than I have this year. Um, so create whatever space for yourself, even if it's just your bathtub, that that's your little sanctuary. You have your candles, you have whatever, like create your sanctuary. And for my husband and I, we've been doing this since probably like 2011. Uh, we call it Friday night house party. So <laughs> my friends know that it has to be an emergency, like something big for me to say, okay, I'll go out on a Friday night um, to have dinner or do whatever. But every Friday, um, we just put on music and we dance and we talk about the week and we hang out and we order food or I cook. And it's one of those things that we look forward to during the week. And if for some reason he feels like maybe I didn't pay attention to him Sunday through Thursday, Friday, he knows I'm there. (laughs) I love it. I like it because you hit on several things. You not only hit on just taking care of yourself, right? And paying attention and I and I have my little my little corner in my room with my comfy chair where I can sit and read so I <laughs> I echo that have your little quiet space even if it's the corner of your closet right <laughs> yes. especially if you're a mom with small kids but you also incorporated in that your relationship 
and making sure that you keep a balance and you keep time that you are giving to your relationship. I think that's so important as well because you need your time. He needs his time. Your partner needs their time. But you also need that time together yeah. in, a, in, in a loving interaction. So I, I, I like that. Well, I'm just going to, I'm going to ask you, we're running, we're getting up to the end of our, our show today. How do you thrive at work and at home? And if you have any, you know, just one or two favorite tips to help outside of what you've already shared with the calendar and all of that to help our listeners, um, experience their own success, what would that be? You know, I think really getting, so two things to me is um, like good help is really hard to find. And especially now, I mean, I don't know, whatever area you're in, if you're turning around and you're seeing Chipotle container store, I mean, every single place I go is not only having a sign that says we're hiring, but is asking people, asking customers, if you know anyone, we're hiring. I've never had that. I've never experienced that before. So finding good help is hard to find. So definitely look for online resources. Um, there's something in Atlanta called Atlanta Girl Gang. I know they went out to also different, um, there are different communities too, but I was able to find help that way. I've been using Upwork. Um, of course, certain things with Fiverr. I love Fiverr for video editing. There's some, I mean, you can spend $40 with someone else, it could easily be 400. Um, so definitely, like, create your list and have a spreadsheet of those quick resources that you can go to. And look for local things, like I said, like Atlanta Girl Gang. I know there's some in different cities where you can just find help because you can't do it all. And we have to remember that we're one person. And another – I just want to give a good book. It was called um, – it wasn't Traction. It's a really good book, but it's all about the fact that you can be a visualizer and an integrator. And so just remember your role, um, but it's called Rocket Fuel, the one essential combination that will get you more of what you want from your business. This was an absolutely phenomenal read for me about meeting agendas and how you um, place people in your business. So I would definitely recommend that, that book as well, and as well as to getting up and walking every or changing your location of what you're doing every maybe hour. It helps. Like, I feel like I I get a new focus every time I move. Mm -hmm. Yep. As a brain lady. I love that. I love that. As a brain lady, I always (laughs) tell people getting from a sitting to a standing position alone is going to increase your oxygen level to your brain by 10 to 15%. So the longer you sit, the less you can think. (laughs) Yeah. Get up and move, breathe, you know, walk outside and get a breath of fresh air, especially this time of year. The weather's so perfect in most places. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure, Christian, to have you on the program. Uh, For anyone who wants to stay in touch with you, what's the best way? I know that we've got links for Instagram and Twitter. Uh, What do you suggest is the best way for people to find out more about that, this, um, create your happy challenge as well as where to stay in touch with you. Yeah. So connect with me on social. You can literally Google Christian sold it. I am Christian sold it on all platforms um, as well as go to I am and take the curate your happy challenge. And I'm really excited to connect with you. So let me know what you think. I love it. I love it. And it looks like you have a shop coming soon. So, Ooh, I'm excited to, to see what you got coming down the pike. 
<laughs> yes, we do. It is in the works. It's in the works. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Christian, for being on the program today. I really appreciate and I'm honored that you joined us on the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire Show. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. All right. So you heard it. Go to ChristianSoldIt.com. You can also go to IamChristianRoth.com. You can Facebook. She is Christian Sold It. She is Christian Sold It on Twitter. She is Christian Sold It on Instagram. So real easy. And, of course, all of those links are on the show page for today, the Women Entrepreneurs Show page on the interview of Christian Ross and how to create your curate your happy challenge. I love this. I love the, I love the dynamic people that we're always able to meet here on this program through this podcast, through this radio show, and through WomenEntrepreneursExtraordinaire.com. If you want to learn more about becoming a member of our group, go to the website. Just remember, it's all plural, WomenEntrepreneursExtraordinaire.com. I know it's a mouthful, but it's worth it. <laughs> go check us out. Become an online member. Join us for our virtual networking. Let us hear more about you and what you do. If you have a great idea for a topic for the podcast or a, a great person to interview, or maybe you want to be interviewed on the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire Show, then just shoot us an email. Either send it to info at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com, again, all plural, or our group liaison, Kelly Cooper, will reach out to you, or you can email her directly at Kelly, K-E-L-L-I, at WomenEntrepreneursExtraordinaire.com. And, of course, we're on Facebook, Instagram. We are we.extraordinaire on Instagram. Lots of different ways to stay connected with us. And as I like to always remind everyone, at the end of every show, please go outside, take a breath of fresh air, and simply enjoy every moment. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.